When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. No one, literally no one. Uh, I've arrived at the studio... It's not a studio, really. It's basically a room in an office that does something. We've never worked out what it is. And uh, apparently the mixing desk isn't working. So we're using some kind of medieval microphone. And uh, Dave, as you know, we always speak to him on the phone. That's something that's not going to work today, apparently. So that's a shame because me and Dave have always got on well. And he knows a lot more about football than anyone else on this podcast. The other person being Paul Dillon, who's not available. He's out two weeks out of the last three, or is it the last two weeks in a row? Last week with a back injury, this week with a baby injury, in the sense that he has to look after a baby. So you're left with me, Fergus Craig. I'm normally here just to chip in with random uh, bitterness and snidey comments and long tangents that don't have much to do with football. And unfortunately, I've been left not only at the helm, but with the sole responsibility of keeping up to date on Newcastle United. Aware of that situation, I asked Dave to send me an email at last at the last minute just to give me his thoughts. Um, just going through my emails, I've got a, a shit ton of junk mail. I've got one here. It says, the Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Sign up and deposit up to £50. And Labrooks will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. You can get this offer by following the link at bet.newcastlepodcast.com. So I'm just deleting that email as we speak because um, it's probably from a Nigerian prince. Um, so uh, let's have a look at Dave's email. I mean, I, I know enough to have actually watched the game on Saturday. Uh, another loss. People were very upset about it after the game. It was the 3-2 loss to Leicester. I felt like everyone was being a bit too down. And then I remembered that this is... Uh, in the last seven games, we've only got one point out of the last 21 available points. 
So I suppose it's understandable that people are upset. I thought it was a relatively... If you took away the fact that I cared about the result, I thought it was a relatively entertaining game. Uh, We went into the lead uh, with Hosselu very early on. It was nice for a moment. Uh, Good ball by Murphy, uh, which set Gale away. As Dave says in his email, not trusting that I would actually remember the goal. No, I do remember the goal, but no, it's a good point. It was a nice ball by Murphy and... uh, Everyone felt good at that stage. But then we didn't really trouble them after that. Um, Dave says Marino was okay, but we missed that creativity in the centre that Shelby gives us. And he also says, not sure why he's not starting. I don't know why he's not starting either. Uh, Someone mentioned this on Twitter. Someone said, let's go to Twitter now. I've got a lot going on. It's It's hard to keep talking, to be the only one talking, to do a monologue whilst... Trying to reorganise your thoughts. I have a whole lot, at this moment in time. I have a lot more expect, respect for um, Adrian Childs and other radio DJs. Okay, um, Thomas Burkhan said on Twitter, "How did Shelby get from being uh, general by general consent our best player to an unused sub? What happened? Did I miss something? I mean, it is a fair point. Why is he on?" The bench and not even being used. It's not... Given what we know about Shelby, or at least think we know about him, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. He's just being a cock around the training ground and has, is not allowed to play through some kind of disciplinary reason. I don't know. I, I mean, here's the thing. The, the first, what, fifth of the season... We were really happy with the way things were going and we were a team that had made ourselves very difficult to beat. We accepted that we didn't have the best squad in the league. In fact, we have quite probably the worst squad in the league. But we decided we're going to make ourselves a difficult team to beat. We were playing 4-2-3-1. We were playing very defensively. It didn't please all of the fans, but at least we were getting results and it felt like we're the sort of team that is going to find a way to overachieve and then suddenly I mean I know we're all not meant to question the man because uh, Newcastle United has become a personality cult Um, but uh, Rafa sort of is it a midlife crisis he just uh, started toying around with selection and formations I'm sure he knows a lot more about football than me probably even more about football than Dave Watson but uh, from the outside, I find it difficult to understand why we stopped doing something that was so clearly working well. And within that, I would include uh, not playing Shelby on a regular basis and sticking Diame in midfield, which uh, thankfully he wasn't on Saturday. But, you know, we did play 4-4-2 again. Say, yeah, OK. Uh, Dave says, can't play him. Blame Perez too much for the goal. He was busting a gut to get back there. That'll be the own goal that Perez scored. No, I wouldn't really blame Perez for that. I don't really understand why Perez found himself in the position of a central defender in that instance. Uh, Gale did get a goal later on for a moment there. What was that? We got to 2-2 with that, didn't we? And I thought we might, we might win it from there, but we didn't. Uh, 
because of uh, that aforementioned uh, Perez goal. Let's go back to Dave's uh, email here because I'm floundering. S- Everton game is massive. Need to get some, he's put that in italics, some points on the board ASAP. Um, it's a good point. The Everton game is, uh, as we record this, the Everton game is tomorrow night. And that's the other thing. I'm I, I'm really worried about relegation now. I'm going to give you a percentage. I'm I'm fifty fifty, and I think I'm almost being optimistic in that respect. Suddenly, all the other teams have turned themselves around. Everton have just uh, got themselves a a draw against Liverpool. Um, West Ham have just beaten Chelsea. They've all got new managers who are used to relegation battles and, uh, you know, all the optimism and good spirits that comes when Sam Adelice works in the room and you get, you get a boost. And um, uh, so that makes me more worried because those teams are doing better and, you know, a month or two ago I would have thought that Everton at home, which is what we have uh, tomorrow night, it would have been... A, a game that I would highly expect us to get a result from. Now I am not so sure. So yes, that is a very important game to get points from. And uh, then we've got Arsenal away. You'd have to put that down as a uh, 95% chance of a loss. And then we've got West Ham away. The rejuvenated West Ham United. Uh, So, you know, and then we've got Manchester City. So, Things is, is, is you know someone tweeted uh, me. Will we? Do you reckon we will ever win again? That was from HR Chef and Stuff. Do you reckon we will ever win again? All I'll say to that is we've got Luton in the FA Cup on the sixth of January. So put that in your diaries. With any luck, we might win that game. Although knowing the teams that we field in FA Cup third round games will probably have some sick children from a local hospital playing for us and we'll lose that one I go dark when I'm on my own and I don't have them to rein me in I go too dark believe it or not despite the nature of this week's podcast we are still going to do an ad break so I will see you after this ad break the Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Welcome back. How was the ad break? Uh, okay, let's go back to Dave's email because it's keeping me anchored. It's keeping me anchored. Uh, Lascelles at if I was Ladbrokes, I'd want my money back for sponsoring this podcast. Um, but bear in mind, I never see a penny of that money, so... Uh, I'm not going to trouble myself with that. Lascelles, Atsu should both be fit to start. I'd start Shelby. I'd call for Mitrovic to start, but there's reports we've offered him to West Ham. <coughs> Excuse me, that's me getting sick at the very idea of Mitrovic. Mitrovic sort of seems like a, a West Ham player in the sort of. But he would have, I'd see him more like he would be managed by Slavon Bilic than David Moyes. I see Amitrovic could maybe Slavan Bilic could have been the man 
to uh, to be a father figure to Mitrovic and sort of rein him in a bit, stop him dropping bricks on trains, you know, just like sort him out. But uh, Mitrovic to West Ham. Okay, I thought he was going to Turkey last I heard, but it certainly does seem like Rafford is not interested in him. But we know that Dave would start him, and I would probably start him as well. Um, but yeah, if Lascelles <coughs> if Lascelles starts, that'll be good. Fuck. <coughs> sorry, sorry. I've had I've had a cough for three weeks now. It's not a good time for me to do a monologue. Okay, um, Lascelles. Yes, I would definitely start him. Atsu. It's good that he's back. But Murphy's been being, been doing quite well. Dave is predicting 1-1 against what he calls Fat Sam's Toffee Men. Um, I, I, I'm just negative. I'm just negative, and I am going to predict a 2-1 loss. It's lovely that we do have some. We, we do have suddenly have the ability to score a goal now, but we seem to have lost all ability to stop people scoring goals against us. Dave says, Rafa's quotes make it sound like there may be takeover news after the Everton game? Question mark. That, I believe, is a reference to something uh, Rafa said in a press conference today where he said, maybe we'll all be a lot happier after the Everton game, which we're all reading into that, that he means, oh, maybe Mike Ashley will have sold the club after the Everton game. I hope that's the case. I hope that's what he's talking about. Maybe he knows that Mike Ashley is booked in for an operation. Uh, in the next couple of days Um, I don't know but we will see about that I I almost feel like I don't want to jinx the takeover it seems it's certainly not gone away it's still there hanging over us wouldn't that be a nice Christmas present a takeover that's what I would really like for Christmas and I've put it on my list to my parents Um, little they could do about it Okay, um, <coughs> sorry about that, guys. You just, this is just going to be known as Fergus's uh, Coughing Monologue podcast. Um, rumours were in for Danny Ings, apparently. Apparently, he's still a professional footballer, Danny Ings, and uh, there's rumours were in for him. I would, you know, he's still a functional striker, potentially. We don't really know. I just took over Liverpool on Football Manager and the first thing I did was try to sell Danny Ings. There's a text, it's from Dave Watson and he says that his percentage chance of us going down is 40%. Now he's moved since Saturday because I believe on Twitter he was at 20% which was, and I think he's starting to realise that that's a a radical uh, bout of optimism there so he's at 40% and if Dave Watson is at 40% for us going down you know that that means there's a basically a 90% chance of us going down so um, things are not good but you know we might all get that lovely uh, Christmas present of a takeover and if not Rafa has spent money in the January not Rafa um, Mike Ashley has spent money in the January transfer window before I mean, actually, last time we went down, he bought Shelby and Townsend, didn't he? And we still went down. I mean, they were good signings. But is it too late? No, it's not too late. We're not even in the relegation zone yet. So here's uh, another thing from Dave's uh, email. It starts with XG. So 
you know it's um, pretty football, football hipster. XG suggests we should have more points than we do, but that's indicatives, indicative of our forwards being a bit poop. I mean, that's that's a fairly good point. I mean, XG, I feel like there should be a, an asterisk next to your XG if your striker is Hosolu. Because, you know, what is a very uh, takeable chance for most other Premier League strikers is not for Hosolu. But all credit to him. On Saturday, he got himself a goal and he looked very happy about that so i'm pleased for him uh yeah i'm gonna bring this podcast towards a conclusion sorry it wasn't i know i I imagine some of you have a little routine you subscribe to this perhaps this podcast takes you uh through your whole commute uh sorry if of the three regular newcastle uh contributors i'm your least favorite and you've been stuck with me so sorry about that as well sorry that Although I really love Newcastle United, I am unable to uh, affect their results. And uh, it's not been going well. But, you know, Everton tomorrow night, or probably tonight as you're listening to this, they're still, you know, in theory, a very beatable team. And then, you know, in January... Everything's after the Everton game. Rafa said we all might be happy, so maybe everyone's right, and maybe that does mean that we're we're going to be loaded after the Everton game. We're going to have so much money. We're going to go and buy um, Mbappe. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Okay, uh, I've, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening to me. Thank you. To you, the Newcastle Natter listener, I mean, thank you for sticking to the end of this one. I mean, that takes some commitment. And if you have stuck to the end of this one, then you seem like the sort of person who, if you don't already, should subscribe and should like us on iTunes and should tell your mates about us. But, you know, it seems seems a little needy to do that at the end of a podcast such as this. All right, well, my name's Fergus Craig. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. 
But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.